Five simple measures towards a healthier office drinking culture. Simple strategies to support a substance wellness in the workplace. Outside of the workplace, the perspective of alcoholism or alcohol use disorder as a family disease is widely accepted. That is, treatment acknowledges the interplay between individuals and their social networks in the development and impact of alcohol problems. Inside of the workplace, it's an entirely different story. Conversation around any addictive behaviour typically focuses on individual cases, the risks they impose and the best course of action. But even the most thorough and strictly enforced of substance policies aren't going to prevent issues that are socially rooted as drinking problems in the workplace typically are. Some studies even have suggested that social norms are the single strongest predictor of an employee problem drinking, even more so than work stresses and policy reinforcement. What can be done? In American society, we have a long tradition of unhelpful black and white thinking when it comes to dealing with alcohol issues, um, 1920s. But building a culture that is more supportive of substance wellness doesn't mean bringing the prohibition into the office. It means ensuring people who are trying to drink less or not at all are able to do so comfortably. Taking measures towards a healthier office drinking culture doesn't need to be drastic or complicated to be effective. To demonstrate this, let's start with five simple changes. One, establish healthy norms. There are two types of norms, what behaviour people perceive as popular, i.e. descriptive norms, and what people behave, behaviour people perceive as socially approved, injunctive norms. In the workplace, it's important to communicate approval for maintaining healthy drinking levels or staying sober. The most important step to this is a consistently promoted and enforced substance use policy. Appropriate leadership example is also key and can be improved by educating department heads to make them aware of the significance of this behaviour. Two, be especially mindful of inadvertently pressuring others, especially newcomers. Inviting a new employee for a drink in their first few weeks on the job may seem like a benign, welcoming move, but for those who struggle to stay sober, it can be anything but it can inadvertently pressure them to create a lasting and harmful impression that the job performance is tied to their willingness to drink. Put a pause on suggesting the happy hour until they've found their footing a little bit. Three, plan sober social events. Notice the theme of the first three points. Let's hammer it home. For a substance wellness culture to thrive, the social fabric of your organisation needs to have space for those who don't imbibe. Some abstaining from alcohol are perfectly fine attending events where it is present. For others, it seriously jeopardises their sobriety. To ensure the entire spectrum of your employees have had the chance to socialise comfortably, sprinkle in a few social events sans booze. The bonus of that is that the bonding and memories formed sober usually last a little longer than happy hour. Number four, put boundaries on the beer fringe. Trends regarding alcohol availability in the office come and go. From the Mad Men era to today's infamously demanding millennials and their love of beer fridge culture and other alcoholic perks. If your office is stocking up on alcohol, make sure to be mindful of those who are trying to abstain. Include beverage options and maybe nix the desk-to-desk beer cart 
or at least stick to predictable hours so that people can avoid temptation. Think of it this way. If you have a few vegetarians on staff, you probably don't exclusively offer beef jerky to them. That's just rude. The same line of reasoning fits for alcohol. Five, apply the golden rule. Again, no one is calling for prohibition here, but a little empathy and consideration can make a world of difference to someone who is trying to get well and boost morale for everyone. Planning a work get-together? Choose a bar where there's an activity to do other than drinking, like games or watching TV. Notice someone abstaining? Do not, under any circumstances, pressure them to drink. In fact, be the one that rescues them if they're feeling pressured. Even better, if you know someone who is sober, it never hurts to stay sober for an event or two in solidarity with them. Finally, if you suspect someone is struggling with a problem, do your best to refer them to appropriate help. You could be a lifesaver, sometimes literally. If the above initiatives seem obvious to you, or your office already has them in place, congrats. That's great news, and you're in a forward-thinking workplace. Many companies, however, lack these basic measures towards substance well-being. On the bright side, that means there's lots of opportunities to make work life better and healthier for everyone, whether they're struggling or not.